captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the season two finale of NGOG. You guessed it. Today is Sasha Joseph's big day. Because what? You were expecting new girl old guy to do the podcast? Nope. I'm here to sabo all of this only as a friend, of course. So don't worry. Buckle up because I have my badgers and my horses ready to go. Just kidding. You're pranked. I'm just here as your Indian wedding connoisseur to talk to the core to Ali Lasher and Akiva Winokur about this wild, wild episode. How are you? Akiva, I don't know what you're thinking, but I think we have to cancel every guest we have scheduled <laughs> now for the remainder of the run of NGOG. Uh, yeah, you did it. Oh my god. I just <laughs> I just didn't want it to say that actually this is exactly what I didn't want. I was afraid that you'd say this was so bad that you would never have guests do this bit anymore. And But that's, that's what Ali meant. Yeah. See, and that's why I was like, "Oh, great. Of course that would happen to me." Um, you're the cutest person of all time. That was a very adorable intro. I am tickled and I don't deserve <laughs> it because I'm 12 minutes late to starting this podcast. Thank Please. you so much for being here, one, uh, and for tolerating me and my schedule, too. That goes for you, too, Akiva. But, Sasha, we're thrilled to have you here. Um, I guess you talked about it a little in the intro, but what brings you here for this episode? And how, how, what are your feelings on New Girl in general? Yeah, so excited to be here. I love this show. I definitely watched it live. I think I was in college when it came out. So it was just this interesting thing that, ooh, like living with boys, how cool is that? And now that I'm married (laughs) and living with a boy, I was like, why did I? Cool. But (laughs) I don't know. I really love the show. The characters are hilarious. And I'm like a sucker for these kinds of shows. Like, don't give me shows that where I have to think a lot and, you know, use my brain. So that's kind of how I got into New Girl. So I'm so excited to be here. And this episode, I think specifically, I mean, I'm anything. I'm lots of things, rather, I should say. But I'm predictable, right? And it's an Indian wedding. I feel like I should have been here. And Akiva and I were chatting about what episode. And I said, I have to be there for Cece's wedding. That's just like what I should do. And then, you know, I said, Schmidt's Jewish, Cece's Indian. That's who I am as a person. So any of those moments, I feel like I needed to be there. Yes. uh, So Akiva likes to keep what I will call, quote, his guests sacred and separate from me. When we're talking to any guest who's like written in, been like, I want to be on the show or whatever, I start a group text. Akiva mm-hmm. with very special people, Sasha, he <laughs> likes to handle the contact himself. So I, I didn't get to talk to you about this. This is, this, this is sort of true because I think it's what so happens. True. But it's so But no, true. I, what, what, sometimes what happens is like, why do you, why do you, sometimes you'll be like, why do you include me in that? I don't need to, I don't need to. Be on like the you know planning like the, the no 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 details. that's right you're confusing me with Rob I've never said to you why did you include me what I say is like Rob don't says the text same thing me and ask me to contact people for you and yeah. I'll say I don't need to be your go between you you can say whatever you want to anyone on your own but what is but I just laugh when it comes to even like scheduling 
You know, but I like I like that you have your people that you pretend they're like Kiwi's angels. Like oh, he, he feels love this. So, but I'm happy to finally get to talk to you about this. But Akiva said to me, like Sasha wants like a Schmidt CC episode, and without spoiling the season for Akiva, the first yes. one that I could think of that we hadn't already talked about was the admission of Cece's feelings for Schmidt right during this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to have you here for a thousand reasons, but chief among them is that I finally get to talk to you. Right? Like, sorry, oh Akiva. God. You can't stand <laughs> in our way. I know. I was just like, finally, I get to talk to Allie. I just, I did Renap, so Allie's the one left. I feel like off my, like, <laughs> RHAP bucket list. So here we are. We've made it. And Allie, I feel you because Chappelle also handles the guests on Never Have I Ever. So I, <laughs> yesterday, Karen from Canada showed up and I, I was the one late. So I feel like our energies are just synced. Well, I will never appear on that podcast because Chappelle hit me up about it and then <laughs> disappeared off the face of the earth, which is exactly what he did for um, the RHAP Rewind. And then that got canceled. So you are you guys aren't going to get canceled, but you're going to finish the series before Chappelle gets back to me. Not so this. I had to take things into my own hands and get you on NGOG. So. Oh, my God. So I'm going to reach out for Take that, Chappelle. You. Yeah. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Um, but before we get to this episode, we have some old business. Uh, Kiwi, mm-hmm. I made a joke last week. Last week, it's hard for us to top ourselves in low technical quality, but yeah. <laughs> last week was truly the worst because not only did we lose a half hour of my audio, actually, maybe we should have recorded a backup for this considering that this, cra- well, we're too late. Um, <laughs> we lost half an hour of my audio. And then I went back to edit the show only because I remembered there was a large period where I was like, I got to edit this out. Don't worry, I'm going to edit this out. Mm -hmm. I listened to the episode. I edited it. Missed that completely. Did not edit that out. That stayed in. And we lost half an hour of the audio. So all of that is to say I had to come clean and get you up to speed on the fact (laughs) that I am putting out a garbage product. Wait, but was it like, uh, were we like saying our home addresses? What was happening in the... (laughs) No, remember when I like awkwardly bumbled through like what your approach would be about your daughter's dating and then was like, I I made myself feel uncomfortable. Like, I think you Mm -hmm. were fine with it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I would have totally pulled the episode. But Mm -hmm. Brian, my podcast co-host from The Challenge and NGOG, past and future guest, he was like, yeah, there's like a huge part where you were like, hum-de-dum-dum, don't worry, I'm going to edit this out. Let me think about what I want to say. And I just (laughs) left it in. So, it's Sasha, that's what you have to look forward mm-hmm. to here. Oh, no, I heard it. <laughs> it's insane My favorite to me. was that you said, I mean, Akiva's not going to listen to this part anyway, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, season three is when we become professionals and turn this, this ship around. Oh, we? we <laughs> at least I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the grind. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like an unprofessional professional. If you Period. think about how powerful we could be, if, again, you put in... One percent of the professionalism you put into an app. Um, all right, I'll work on that. that. That's season three. That's when I really bring my A game, I guess. All right, let's see if you could bring your A game, giving us a digest of season two, episode twenty-five, Elaine's Big Day, directed by Jake Kasdan, written by Christian. Uh, I can't read this because it's black on blue. What is wrong with me? Whatever. People wrote it. Aired May 14th, 2013. Do people even care about that? Like, I say that because the office lady said that, and I always felt it sounded professional, but, like, does anybody care about this? 
But who writes and directs the episode? Maybe I should just do... That feels like more of a Kiwi thing, because like, you're like industry adjacent, and I'm like... I just watched the show. Mm. Maybe I'll just keep the air date for season three. We'll get rid of like the the people who create it. Who I, cares about giving then credit? Then there's gonna be like one, like one interesting. Per- also, like I make this anytime I recognize a name, I make the same comment because it's been like 15 weeks since their last episode, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, there's my you know, one fact about that person. But when it's someone interesting, you usually already know it. You come in like, do you know who wrote this episode? How about this? Like, Don't yeah. say it, but then I'll make like notes to myself. Like, all right, season three, episode 12. That's like the one interesting right. Yeah, you do. You you take this on, and, and it, it's like the balloons or the bathroom. I don't actually need it if you don't come through, but if you come <laughs> through, amazing. I'll be proud of you. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to the digest, something you always come through on. Yeah, so uh, this episode, pretty straightforward. This is Cece and Chevrang's wedding. Um. We have we did not get any advance notice, but Schmidt has decided he is going to, you know, he sort of has read it in Cece's eyes that she doesn't want to get married, and he's going to put a stop to the wedding. He enlists Winston uh, to uh, try and ruin the wedding, and uh, a bunch of things happen, including uh, them playing uh, Cotton Eye Joe and them playing, uh, uh, you know, house in the, in the vents with a beaver, and uh, then... Uh, and I did not know this, but Taylor Swift is in the show. Taylor Swift shows up, and um, the wedding does not happen. Schmidt's so, for- yeah, Smith's forced to choose between uh, Cece and Elizabeth. He does not make that choice. That stay tuned for season three. And Nick and Jess are sorted <laughs> together when the season ends. That's it. That's uh, there's a lot going on, but that's what happened. Now you were pretty. I think. Early on, maybe we were still toying with the idea, like, maybe Sharang and Cece won't actually get married or won't mm-hmm. have a wedding. But I think in the last few episodes, you were pretty certain there was going to be a wedding. Did you predict that... Well, terrible question. Just, like, were you surprised that the wedding got stopped? Were you surprised we even got the wedding? Did you think they'd get married? Well, part of it, anytime characters on a show get married, like, especially if one of them's not a sort of, like, featured player, is, like... Is Chevrang going to be in every episode? Because I don't really know the actor, and I don't remember, like, seeing anything about this guy being a big part of the show. And is he? Like, they haven't given him such heavy lifting. He's been a very, you know, side character in a lot of episodes. Like, is he really going to be there? But it's like, okay, they could always get divorced or something could happen. I did think the wedding would actually happen. Um, but I wasn't, like, blown away that it didn't. It was, like, probably, like, 55-45 or something. Do you think any of the characters in the core five will get married before the end of the series? Yeah, I mean, I think Nick and Jess are probably together. I, w- I, I wonder now if the will-they-won't-they they that I thought would be Nick and Jess for the duration of the series, maybe that's Schmidt and Cece with a uh, will-they-or-won't-they, they, and Nick and Jess are just, like, rock-solid, you know, pretty soon. Sasha, did the if you could put yourself back in your twenty, you know, thirteen shoes watching this, mm-hmm. did the reveal that Cece is not going to get married because she's actually in love with Schmidt, um, like resonate with you? Did it ring true to you, or did it feel like a little shoehorn? Given that it's really been about Cece and Chevrang for the last X episodes. Yeah, I think I was a little surprised on account that how far they get into the wedding, right? Like, they're on the last, uh, oh my god, I don't know how to say it in English, the last, like, round around the fire. And I was like, really? That's the moment you decide to end it? 
uh, I mean, I appreciated that Shivrung had, you know, his own thing going on and it was fine. But I remember just being like, this This is so fake because no Indian family would be okay with this. <laughs> so in terms of like the accuracy of the Indian wedding, Akiva and I talk constantly about like, honestly, I was going to say the Jewish stuff they get right and wrong in the show is Schmidt, but really we talk yeah. about the Jewish stuff that's not even on the show. Um but how did you feel besides just that the Indian family would never be okay with this? Um, <laughs> I mean, how did you was, feel about the portrayal of the wedding? Yeah, it was spot on and not, if that makes sense. I felt like it was very chill and calm, which I don't know that Indian weddings are. Where, you know, they, it was just kind of, and like, it felt like a funeral. And maybe I'm just being mean. Mm-hmm. But it to me, it just felt, like, so chill. I was like, this just isn't what... Like, there was no one yelling. Everyone was, like, quietly sitting, you know, while the bride walked down the aisle. Just That does not happen. There's no way. <laughs> like, I refuse to believe that was real. And then, and I will say my biggest issue was uh, Cece's outfit. It was so ugly. And I just oh. couldn't believe that they did that. And, you know, I was like, okay, what was in 2013 fashion... What were people wearing? And I just, why was her top so long? <laughs> and like, you know, she's like a beautiful body. Like she's, Hannah Simone's beautiful. And I just, I feel like they did her real dirty on that one too. But besides that, I think the Bharat where uh, the horse comes, I mean, that was pretty on point with everything. But I will say, I just think that real life Indian weddings are much crazier than this TV wedding, which is, I think, the most absurd thing ever said. It's interesting, right? Because, like, part of it was, was it, like, budget, right? It did feel yeah. very, like, extra-z. Like, people were just, like, sitting there. You know, it was exactly. like, can we get people from the hotel to come sit here or whatever? But also, like, was the wedding portrayed as, like, intentionally joyless, given that it turns out both bride and groom didn't actually want to be there? You know, unclear how much was yeah. was like poor direction or setup, and how much was intentional. Yeah, I'm gonna pray that it was intentional. You know, so that we can really get into like the feelings of it all. Yeah, chalk everything up to like it was to set the mood and exactly. to make you like slightly uncomfortable the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Akiva, we do have we talked a little bit last week about, and who knows if it made air? I don't know if it got cut out in the last thirty minutes. <laughs> About how um, Nick kind of like gets over. Oh, no, this was the very end of the episode. So no one heard this. But Akiva and I last week talked about how Nick kind of like shrugs off what Jess's dad says about him with like very little reflection on it. Mm -hmm. Were you surprised that it comes up as such a big part of the storyline this episode when it sort of resolved last week? I was. I was also annoyed. Like I had a, a, you know, Jess's dad is not a huge part of this episode, but he's in he's certainly in the beginning. Uh, it's, Rick, a little to the left. <laughs> it's yeah. It's first of all, now it's annoying that like I know that they're not married, but that Jess's mom is not in this episode. Like, how many people? Like, I you know, it, like we know that I we know that Jess's mom is uh, is close with Cece, so it's like all right, Jess's dad's there, but not his mom. Also, you have to be per- very good friends with someone for their um, like parent to get the invite to your wedding. Like, that's a best friend level. I mean, childhood but, friend. Yeah. Yeah childhood like my mom's going next week two weekends to one of my best friend's weddings Mm -hmm. are you gonna have more fun because your mom's there or the same amount of fun or less fun Mm. (laughs) you know i don't know depends on how the seating is yeah i I don't i don't imagine i'm gonna be seated with my mom because it's like a friend's wedding right probably more the judah's pretty fun she she tears it up 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I so um, I, I, I want to explain. I paused because my mom, ha- who doesn't drink because she's like allergic to alcohol, has no concept. So if like you're drinking two drinks, she'll be like, "I'm a little worried. You're kind of drinking a lot." You know, oh, like that's it's, my mom. Okay, so it's not like my mom's not fun. I just <laughs> I hesitated because like, ugh, she gonna be on me about my drinking. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I it's yeah, I, I was surprised that they sort of brought it up but i guess it's like true to character like why wouldn't he not be upset about something today that he was upset about yesterday or two days ago um so so that worked for me but yeah he didn't have a ton to do in this episode other than that other than sabo the wedding literally Uh, (laughs) sasha producer kelly wants to know how do we feel about the full circle nature of jess and nick being together at a wedding after fake wedding date nick from season one episode three sort of unfair for me to throw you that question since we just watched the season no i ended up watching a little bit (laughs) of it because i was like i want to remember the first episode then i watched the second and then the third so i I ended up watching that are you available to continue to as a co-host to this show permanently (laughs) (laughs) i got you (laughs) yeah i because i remember like i when you know when you know when you start watching something and then you're like, oh yeah, I remembered all of this. No, you didn't. It's just like some memory <laughs> was kind of unlocked. So it was more that I I was like, oh yeah, Caroline, remember her stupid woman? And then <laughs> and then I was like, oh here we go. Will they? Won't they? Have started from the start, and I didn't even know it. So it was just I I really liked it that they've kind of been giving us these like crumbs all along. Yeah, I like to the sort of reference. I will admit, I did not think of this until I saw Kelly's questions. I did not go back, which is why, if you're available to take over, we're thrilled <laughs> to have you. Um, but I did like the acknowledgement of like Jess saying to Nick, like, "Hey, we're at a wedding together." Like, there is some sort of like milestone about going to a wedding with your significant other, mm-hmm. and. Like, I like that they just, like, took a beat and appreciated that. And then with the callback to the fact that their last sort of outing, as you said, that starts sort of the will they, won't they, was a fake reenactment of this. Uh, So, you know, uh, talking about proof that things are intentional on this show. (laughs) Here we go. Thank you, writers. (laughs) Kiwi, did any of your, I know Adira just had her bat mitzvah. Did she ride in on a white horse like Schmidt did at his bar mitzvah? Apparently? No, but honestly, had she asked for it, my wife would have done it. You know, <laughs> if I, if any of my kids actually, when my wife's brother got engaged uh, this past year, it was like a horseback riding was involved. So like Noam and Yosef, my two young sons, will now say like, so when I get engaged, like we're going to be on horse. They just assume everyone's on a horse when when you get engaged now because they saw those pictures. You mean okay. King Noam first? King Noam, that's right. That's right. R H A P long term bet. I guess Renap long term bet. Who gets engaged first, uh, Yosef or me? <laughs> <laughs> he's he. I have the like you know I'm old enough to get engaged advantage, but he's got that orthodox advantage. That's mm-hmm. real. That's real. Mm-hmm. He has a girlfriend. I don't know like how much. Whoa. He's... Yeah, he has like a girl that he likes in in school. So I don't know. Wow, look at you. All right, I'm ner- don't answer that question then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially, he's incentivized by getting, like, to ride on a horse. Like, I'm not incentivized. That's true, that's true. He can way. get you a horse. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got a horse guy? Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, I'm Indian. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had, like, the hookup, like, Je- like Nick's dad. Yeah. <laughs> My husband <laughs> did ride on a horse. 
but that was in India. So and the horse did freak out. So it was like stressful to watch that part of the episode. No air horns were involved, just the horse. But firecrackers, so just as bad. That is really scary. And it gets awful. Like, that poor horse, she did not deserve that. Um, I want to complain about something for a change. I know it's, like, super unique. I never do that. But Elizabeth has this moment that's supposed to be read as, this doesn't look good for me coming off the heels of being, like, I'm 100 years from being engaged. But uh, Elizabeth's, like, has this moment with Schmidt where he like she's like reminding him to pee and he's like oh my god you remembered and it's like annoying to me that this moment of like love and comfort between them is like her assuming some sort of motherly role over him mm-hmm. like I just was like kind of gross I was just like oh that's like sort of their big romantic milestone is that she's like did you tinkle and I know that's real look that's real I, I whatever but I just was like that's her one thing she's just sort of like this like sturdy reliable motherly figure yeah not, i don't not just my own anger. i don't think you should feel bad at all like i was grossed out by it and <laughs> i even thought about if i ever did this to my husband someone shoot me like it's not cute i don't know i don't find these things cute one because i'm not your mom i don't ever want to be your mom and don't even think you know about me in that way and I want to say it's like that weird Jewish stereotype, right? Where it's like, oh, they need to be mothered. And i that's what I started thinking about. Like, oh, is Schmidt giving us that, like, awkward Jewish boy? Akiva, would you like to weigh in? Yeah, the only time it's <laughs> as okay As the to most do mothered that. man in, in modern <laughs> that's society. That's true. Every, yeah, every, I just collect mothers as I as I walk along the street, oh, basically. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's true. Um, the We know. Um. The, yeah, the only time to do that is like before an eight-hour road trip. Like everyone has to say that to each other. But other than that, I do wonder if they want us because, and you know, you know the answer, and I don't. The two of you, like, do do they maybe not want us to like Elizabeth? You know, how there were moments in the last ten episodes, like Shereng is is like a good guy. I mean, I guess he, like, yeah, I he, I don't know. We could discuss later, like how much you could fault him for what happens later. But like, like, but there are moments where like they, you know, they like flash to Cece's face. Like when they when they showed everyone else sleeping together, what was it like three episodes ago? And then like Cece's like clearly unhappy. So there was like some foreshadowing on the show. This did not completely come out of nowhere. And obviously it was a very quick engagement to begin with. But, um, you know, so I do wonder similarly with Elizabeth, if she's like ultimately going to lose this battle and she's not, I assumed not around forever because, again, she's not a main character. And it's like, well, there has to be things about her that, you know, the audience is not rooting for her. Interesting. We'll see. Are you not rooting for her? I no, still I, love Elizabeth. I, I, I do. Blame I the writers. I don't dislike her at all. I'm just like I think they need to plant a few seeds where she's not, you know, like perfect for him, or else, you know, if we if she had a hundred percent approval rating, that it would be upsetting to the audience if and when she loses. And I think she is gonna lose. I don't know when. I mean, it could be the whole season three or something. I think she's gonna lose. Well, mm-hmm. some would argue not ending up with Schmidt. If yeah, oh no, obviously. No, that win, is a but... W. Yeah, long, <laughs> long term that's a win, but, you know, the game she's trying to play, she's gonna lose, yeah. Uh, Schmidt ends up walking in on Cece and believes that he sees her communicate that she doesn't want to get married. Sasha, is there any world where you, as an ex-boyfriend, can sabo a wedding as a friend? Like, what is he thinking, right? He's so (laughs) delusional (laughs) that he even has the gall to 
to say, to, to utter those words out of his mouth to his current girlfriend, nonetheless, or whatever she is. I don't know. Is she his girlfriend? Whatever. To his current entanglement. To Like, what is <laughs> He's a hot mess. <laughs> he's a hot mess. Like, this is where, you know, I, I don't want to, like, dog on Schmidt. I actually find him hilarious. But just, like, take a chill pill. Maybe, I don't know, like take some extra substances. I don't know what he needs, but something needs to like turn on in his brain to like see how the, how bad this looks. And the fact that and this is my PSA to anyone. If you need to keep saying as a friend, you are in fact not doing it as a friend. <laughs> That's an excellent point. Like when I dress Akiva dress down Akiva, I never have to say I did it as a friend. Like when I, when I uh <laughs> Akiva, are you there? Yes. Oh, no. I was like, we must have lost you if you didn't crack up at my hilarious joke. <laughs> Sorry, I think I just froze. Uh, like but anyway, seconds. well, Akiva's... No, you're good. You're good. Um, oh, my God. My, uh, my unfounded self-confidence allowed me to detect that you weren't there. <laughs> because I was like, but I know where's the left. cackle from Israel? Do you want to try the joke like, a second time and see if, I, if, 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 if no, it No, you can listen back um, maybe like in 100 years from now when you ever listen to these. All right, someone to time remember, stamp me. I'll, listen, I'll hear the joke. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, all these people, by the way, can I complain for a second? We were being very professional almost uh, That's with Sasha being here. But let me break that to say uh, people did not understand the assignment. When I was like, don't tell Akiva. People added you and you were requesting timestamps. So then I had to say something. But when I say something in and the confidence I'm... of the editing room, please respect yeah. that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so I Emma agree, Chamberlain of you. <laughs> I have to confess, I did just confuse podcasts because I also told the listeners something on the challenge podcast to at Sam and everyone told Sam I told them to at him. And I was like, mm -hmm. you simply misunderstood anyway. So I'm, I'm really on one about that, clearly. But not as much as Schmidt, Schmidt is about this look that CeCe gave. And in fairness, CeCe like, did look extremely unhappy when she looked at him, but it's I don't think anyone could can really sabo a wedding, but like the person who has the least right to do it at the wedding, it's like at the bottom of the list is like Jess's dad, and then fifty thousand rungs below Jess's dad is Schmidt. Like somebody else will detect that Cece isn't happy, or Cece will speak up for herself. Like you, as the ex, cannot play Cotton Eye Joe as she walks down the aisle. I mean, it's crazy that they're all invited to this wedding. If you think about it, I mean, Schmidt's the ex-boyfriend, so that's like a whole separate can of worms but then it's like these are just like her best friend's friends basically like i know jess is sort of friends with them we don't see like all the models like all you know right we don't see the uh the the anti-semitic model <laughs> i don't think she's even there like it you know it's jess doesn't even have a lot of her own friends there necessarily and then it's like uh th this whole crew gets because you know this is jess's crew that's at this wedding and then um and then and then they're ruining the wedding um well Schmidt and Cece are trying to be friends. Mm -hmm. hey, you're you're right, but if I'm going to like massage it, Cece and Schmidt are trying to be friends. Winston and Cece have a friendship, and Nick is Jess's plus one. Right. So, but okay. Schmidt, but but was invited like far before yeah. they were sleeping together. <laughs> Schmidt gets Schmidt gets a plus one that like in the in the timeline of the show he has not known for a long time. Like he had to ask for this plus one basically, 
that that's also another one. Like, th- there's no way Schmidt's getting. Well, that was a whole plot way. line. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, that's true. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> like in the way that I think Orthodox weddings and weddings in Israel are like come one, come all. Aren't Indian weddings traditionally like very large? Yeah, they are. No, 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 they are. That's why I like was very surprised that how small this was. But I think it's because Cece just wasn't into it, and we. Even in the bachelorette party, all the model friends were there. So I'm assuming they were invited. They just, like, didn't have plot points on this final, like, mm-hmm. moment. They're in the back, her. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we could have used Junta and Raphael, but maybe she just gave birth. Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great point that, like, the bachelor party, bachelorette party was more populated with her friends than the one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe because Jess threw maybe, that one. Yeah, maybe they were scared off after the bachelorette party. It was so wild that uh, they don't end up coming to the wedding. That auntie scared them off. Uh, the the way that um, Win- Schmidt kind of like drums up this prank crew is pretty funny to me. Where we have Winston retiring from pranks, finally realizing the one time he's actually needed to be prank Sinatra, he's finally realizing <laughs> he's not good at pranks and he refuses. I love when Schmidt's like, just for today, what if you gave me full on crazy? <laughs> That's all it takes to get him out of retirement. Oh. He's such a mess. Like, I just, I, you know, it's like, obviously, I love Winston, too. But I've never met someone that just goes, like, full on, you know, wild, where he just, like, does not give two Fs about anything in this world, where he's just like, you want me to go crazy? I'm going to prank, you know, and it's like, forget your safety, forget your health, forget your sanity. It's like, it's on. And the train has left the station, so whatever happens, it's not my fault. It's like, no, it's very much your fault. Like, have some accountability. It's funny because I think this episode is a prime example of, like, Lamorne making a meal out of, like, the crumbs he's thrown. Because you're right. Like, he's given, like, no real sense of, like, self. Like, what... He he keeps a job. He's a normal person. Like, most people would not go along. Like, you don't have to be in love with the maid of honor to not go along with sabotaging your friend's wedding. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy that Winston just is like, for the love of the prank, I'm happy to go along with it. But at the same time, I feel like Lamorne, the actor, has some of the funniest parts of this. Like... To me, like, the way he acts, the few lines he gets just cracked me up the whole episode where I was, like, willing to forgive that it's insane that he's actually in this situation. But now that you mention it, yeah, it's completely insane. Completely insane. <laughs> when he says boobies, that's a bad... <laughs> At the end, before he falls down, he just says boobies. I miss that, but a add mess. that to the list of why I think he is the funniest <laughs> part of this episode. Yes. Um, one thing I'm tracking, Akiva, mm-hmm. is inconsistent schmidt and i think i'm just uh i think i'm just like reading too much into it we've fought about this a lot about like whether schmidt when nick has a cancer scare acts in the way that we think schmidt would uh but here when nick abstains from the sabotage he's holding nick's jess's purse he's trying to like be responsible he's wearing a better suit and schmidt comes at him like what happened to you why are you trying so hard to me like as recently as a few weeks ago on their first date or a few episodes in, in the world of New Girl, not NGOG, 
Schmidt's like desperate to help make over uh, Nick when he's going on a date and right. is like thrilled that he's like bettering himself. So is this just like A, pure selfishness and tunnel vision from Schmidt, B, inconsistent Schmidt, or C, how you expect that he would react? Or yeah, something else. This isn't a test. You don't have to. It's not I think it's prep. A and B because, yeah, I think like A, like he has his eyes on the prize, which is ruining this wedding today. And and also like, you know, he's uh, they have he's inconsistent because ultimately like this episode, they're all out of character. Like Winston wouldn't really do this uh, for like in most of the episodes we see. This is like such a big swing. And I, I actually really like this episode. But it is a big swing in terms oh, of, Oh, yeah, like, I forgot to ask you that. This episode Imagine. is like a cartoon. This episode is like uh, yeah. an episode of Zoe Sunny. Like, you know, smash cut, like the gang ruins a wedding, right? This is not really... It's so much sillier and more insane than any other episode so far, really. That, like, you know, they're literally ruining a wedding in the ducks with a beaver. Like, it's just so out of... Like, most of these episodes, you know, we've talked about this, like, work within the realm of possibility. And this is just, like, so insane. Like, oh, this couldn't have happened. So I guess everyone's really acting uh, like their craziest self. No, that's a great point. And on that note, did Mara, has Mara rejoined your watch yet? Because I feel like, again, real physical comedy happening here. She came into the room during this and is like, wait, what's happening? So, like, uh, why is Taylor Swift on the screen? Like, uh, <laughs> the, uh, like I, Cece's getting married. I don't know. You know, she hasn't been around in a few episodes. Like, she barely... She didn't. She didn't know who Cece was marrying. She knew what was happening, and this is like a cartoon. Like I said, like they're both leaving each other at the altar. Like this has never happened in the history of weddings, right? It's it's <laughs> nuts. It's very sitcommy. Well, to, to your point, cartoony. I like that. It's true, mm-hmm. but there's also like a very big sitcom trope of like there becomes this miscommunication related to, of course, Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, between Nick and Jess that could have just easily been resolved, right? By, like, talking to Schmidt or Winston or just Jess normally probably would have believed Nick. Like, to me, the fact that they have this dispute over whether or not Nick was involved is, like, could have been fixed, you know, with a text. (laughs) I'm, like, trying to imagine that via text. (laughs) Just, like, I did not participate. Schmidt and Nick did not participate. Uh, but Cotton Eye Joe goes off while Cece's going down the aisle, uh, which is, I think, otherwise silent. That, to me, is a little unusual at a wedding. Exactly. Uh, as you said, noise from the crowd, but also, like, no music at all, nothing going on. They had, like, something playing because, I, again, I really wanted to know, like, did they spend, you know, the extra money to get a Bollywood song? They had some awkward, probably, like, free, you know, free music playing that vaguely sounded Indian. But, again, like... <laughs> Things, I'd like to see the Google search for that. <laughs> yeah, like things that are definitely not happening at Indian weddings, like that. Um, but they, they shelled out for Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, <laughs> Sasha, Chloe G wants to know, what song would you choose to sabotage a wedding with? Yeah, I think I would play like hardcore Cardi B or something. Like I would play WAP. <laughs> that would be amazing. That that's yeah. the 2001 cho- 2021 choice if they remade yes. New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> because then people will be like, "Wait, is she, is the bride trying to say something?" So, you know, you you have like possible deniability <laughs> that, you know, maybe it wasn't you sabotaging. Maybe that's what she picked. I don't know. I see, I think Cotton Eye Joe is a terrible choice because that brings everyone to the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're trying to end a wedding, don't play Cotton Eye Joe. Play, like, um, like you know, a Stan song. by Eminem and Dido. 
What do you think, Akiva? I'm enjoying it. How does the rest of the song go? Just remind me. <laughs> we could have been together, man. <laughs> My dad loved that song. I, like, really know that song. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Do you, you have a choice or no? You're just riding my Oh, good question. Drinking? So what what song am I and what song am I playing while I'm like with a beaver up up in the uh, in the du- air ducts trying to ruin the wedding? Um, well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. If you mm-hmm. pick, pick the right that's song, true, you never that's have true. to get up yeah, in the ducts. Like that while I'm getting ready for plan B, which is the beaver in the air ducts, but plan A is just, <laughs> is your song. I think the I think the volume is a big one too. If you could really boost the volume, it'll make people upset. Like that's you want that like noise that like it's not working a little bit and and then like the volume very high, then it almost doesn't matter what what you'd pick. But I would pick. So like, are you picking this song that's like the high pitch note that like dogs can hear? Like you know, just oh like a big. No, like, I think I'm going with like the Barbie song or something like it's a song that's supposed to be like an intentional earworm that like, but it just goes on and on. What's the Barbie song? Like I'm a Barbie girl. Something like by that. Aqua. Some, yeah. By Aqua, yeah. I just wanted something to that just it. might, might. <laughs> That's <you know>. a bop. <laughs> it is, but it, not on repeat, you know. No, no. <laughs> what no. about the Yosef? Mm, just on repeat. Is I think he noise? hits a note high enough to really like bust your eardrum if it's played at the right decibel. Well, he's but my son was playing the flute today, and Whoa. I said that's too loud. You have to go to a room and close the door. It was like bursting everyone's <laughs> eardrums, and then he did it again. Like eighty percent as loud. He's like, "Is that okay? Can I stay out here like this?" Akiva uh, supports the arts. Yeah. Is he playing with the recorder? Is he like straight up playing like a metal flute? I, it was like a plastic something or other. It was just is it, very yeah, does loud. It, does it, do you, does it like, do you play it like your fingers like a necktie or are you like to the side? I like? honestly, I was, I sort of had my back to him working and it was oh just very God. loud. Pay attention to your children. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if Yosef is like banging out some real flute. I'm no, interested. it was horrible. It wasn't real flute. I don't. I don't think like the teacher <laughs> is going to say he has any like. Oh, you know, you really got to get him lessons or something. He's got some uh, ability. All right, but it, it it the 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 sitcominess of it all sends Nick straight into the ducks. And here's another inconsistency because to me, like, it's not just that Nick is in love with Jess or likes Jess or whatever out of respect for Jess that he's not going along with the prank. Nick would never go along with right. this. As evidenced by Winston saying, you never go along with my pranks. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing I, this. It's never happening. Uh, but we're, Bucky the Badger making an appearance. Uh, Michigan just beat Wisconsin. So the synergy, again, of New Girl in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find this question, but what someone happened with asked Con- it. With we Wisconsin appreciate Wisconsin and Northwestern. Let's not talk about it. What <laughs> is... Um, the best uh, college mascot. You like the appearance of Bucky here? Yeah, I do really like the appearance of Bucky. Um, like, I don't know if Fox if Fox uh, was televising, you know, uh, Big Ten football at that point, but it's some good synergy also with the college football. Um, the best college mascot. This is a good. This is honestly a good Sasha question because Sasha went to like <laughs> a school that had football. The Shiva mascot doesn't really exist even. I don't know. Well, I've I heard a lot about it in the beginning of this podcast while I was stalling to get the questions. <laughs> yeah, I I cannot say we have the best college mascot on account that it's racist. So, you know, I'll own it that the Sooners are racist. Uh, <laughs> I'm like really... You heard to, it here first. It, it is. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I'm fine. I can say it. Uh, but we, I guess that the mascot is like, it's Boomer and Sooner and they're horses, technically. 
but the Sooners is racist. Uh, I I don't know what's the best mascot, but the Stanford tree is just the ho- most hilarious thing yeah, to me. Yeah, I was thinking Stanford tree is up there, but it also, like, it's not tough. Like, it's no. a good basketball mascot, but it's as a football mascot, it's rough. I'd say, what about Mike the Tiger, LSU's mascot? Yeah. Like that, a live tiger. Yeah. That's wild. I think they stopped doing that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think Mike the Tiger has to be the best because I can't imagine going into a football stadium and then hearing those roars. Like, that's oh, too much. What about the, the Colorado <laughs> Buffalo? They still bring him in? Oh, yeah. And then like they, they have Buffalo. Bevo. Um, oh, yeah, Bevo for sure. That's right. Yeah, hot take. UT. <laughs> I don't think a real animal makes a good mascot. Well, if the animal's going to get loose and kill you, that's intimidating. But I Yeah, you versus a tiger. I agree, like a tree is cooler. Here's something that's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> but Uh-oh. if we were to cast uh, the many personalities of NGOG as like what um, mascot energy they have, mm-hmm. Alexander Chester's coming in number one as the Stanford tree. <laughs> he is the tree? He gives big tree energy. Mm-hmm. Despite it looking like a Christmas tree and he's Jew- being Jewish, it doesn't matter. One I ex- just I know this to be true in mm-hmm. my soul. One of our uh, one of the like uh, annual guests on the Thirty Two Fans podcast is uh, is a kid who was the Kansas Jayhawk when he was in college. I had a he got replaced by producer Kelly. The... Honestly, he wasn't available. Producer Kelly swooped in, stole his job forever. I had a camp counselor who was the BC Eagle. Mm-hmm. I think. I have the energy of Otto the Orange. <laughs> I'm Mr. Matt. <laughs> no, no, college mascots only. Oh, okay. Well, pick your fighter. All right, this is that's an interesting podcast. We could do another time. Mm-hmm. Some of them just jump out at you, you know, like Chester in the tree, and I'm gonna get added in the <laughs> chat for that, and I don't care. <laughs> I'm not editing this out because even if I said I was editing it out, you know, I wouldn't edit it out. I want to ask you. So we we discussed Please. this we discussed this before right before we came on. But how hard was it to bite your tongue about the Taylor Swift thing? Um, I, like it, you know, I was so shocked. I had no idea she was on. Like a cool, very cool surprise. I had gasp. I was like, <gasps> Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. I sort of like in my head. I was like, oh, maybe did I know this beforehand? But probably not. You know, is it like a confirmation bias of something that was fake? But it was very exciting to see. Uh, to see uh, Taylor Swift there, you know, even though if it was just for 10, for 10 or 15 seconds. That's a question. No, I was like, how hard was it to, to keep the secret? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We have a ton of questions about the Taylor Swift thing. So we've got to talk about this 100%. Um, I guess we really talked about the rest of the episode. Like, they're in the duct. They resolve in the duct. They fall in the duct. Okay. They fall out of the duct. That's the one thing they don't do in the duct is fall. Uh, good work, Allie. Um yeah, so it was really hard, especially because something we love to talk about is who's the most famous guest star. So we have a thousand questions about that. Um, Chloe G, who's more famous, Taylor Swift or Prince? I think Taylor Swift is the person that I have floated to you as like the one guest star that might rival Prince. Mm-hmm. S- Taylor Swift, when she has lived out her entire career, is probably likely to come in more f- famous than Prince. But Taylor Swift now, what do you guys think? Are you? Let's, how are we defining fame? Is if it's like fame, more people know well, them. Then I think Taylor, more people know Taylor Swift. What's a bigger get for a show like this? In 2013, definitely Prince over Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Taylor Swift was like still, and like, I love her line is very like out of a Taylor Swift lyric. It's sort of like a self troll, which is pretty funny. Uh, 
but yeah, Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift has just released like 22 at this time. I know because I turned 22 in 2013 and I played that song everywhere I went. Yeah. Um, so like she is sort of like beyond her like this is a prince don't know how it ends. <laughs> I know the song of this later, but um and she's sort of like come into like out of the country into the pop scene. So I, this is sort of Taylor Swift at the like co-height of her power. Yeah. Yeah, I think so I always think of famous as like would my parents know them? Mm-hmm. And I think that Prince is famous because I think he has longevity but in 2021 I would think that the Taylor stands would make that episode like really famous versus like Prince being on an episode that's true if we go by buzz in 2013 mm-hmm. I think like it's telling that Akiva knew Prince was on this up ep- was on um and I guess it's not 2013 when Prince appears but you know, whatever it, that you knew Prince appeared, but you didn't know the Taylor Swift appeared. So maybe that answers the well, question. A lot of, isn't a lot of it accessibility. Also, like I don't think Prince had social media before he died, and and like Taylor Swift is like you know part of her allure and her appeal is like she might show up to a fan event or something about her. You know, like it's not crazy that she would like watch this show. Like even Prince knowing that New Girl existed, I'm sure they were all like excited in the writers' room and like, oh my god, that's so cool. Forgetting about the fact that he would come on and like. They claim that Taylor Swift was a was a fan, and Elizabeth Merriweather said she was quoting, you know, uh, you know, parts of the show to her. I, I want to know what she was quoting, but like, the you know, it's not inconceivable that Taylor Swift, who does a lot of things, either because she can, because she's so famous, or because she is, you know, the best at PR of like any celebrity in the world, is you know, is like coming on this show for you know a brief uh, appearance. It's definitely more surprising, but in terms of measuring that Prince comes on, but in terms of measuring fame, like, I don't think Taylor Swift gets a knock for being more accessible in that, like, we don't knock, like, uh, it's so much easier to get your music distributed and out and have people have access to it. So, like, people now are objectively more famous than people back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, just because she, like, used the tools in front of her and therefore became more well-known. I don't dog, I don't like knock off her fame points for that. But I do think I often use what Sasha said, like, does my mom know who they are? I mean, my mom knows who both Prince and Taylor Swift are. I'm sure most parents do at this point. But I think the measure that would be interesting is does Gen Z know? Do you think more Gen Zers know Taylor Swift or Prince? Wait, hello, that's a good point. Let me me run down and get, uh, get Ella now. Okay, I love when Akiva says hello just to jog himself. Um, but as <laughs> well, you know, no, I'm not going to edit like, this. I'm saying, like, good stopping point for when you're editing. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not going to stop, though. We're going to keep going. I'm, I can't be trusted to edit. <laughs> okay, fine. So you guys are talk. You, I got to go. We'll take a break. You yeah, no, no, we're talking. We're talking. Sasha, are you a Swifty? Are you no, a Taylor Swift fan? absolutely no. Uh, are you an anti-Swift? A, a, a Swiffer wet jet? So I use <laughs> So I used to actually really like her, um, especially when she was in her country phase. But I think her fans have made me not like her, if that makes sense. And then that whole, like, Kanye and Taylor drama, like, that's so weird to me. That's really weird. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's not Taylor's fault. I want to make that clear, but... It's also like, what is going on? And then, like, Kim Kardashian's recording her. Like, that whole situation is bizarre. So I have nothing but, like, good wishes for Taylor Swift. I don't ever want her to, like, (laughs) do bad in the world. 
But it's also like something about her I just can't. I don't know what it is. I wish her the best. No, I mean, look, if if I had a if it was the person's fault every time I didn't like someone, like it's never the person's fault when yeah. I don't like them. <laughs> like, that's totally fair. I I like old Taylor. I'm with you. Like my high school self definitely like cried in the car to like spoon out to the ground and pull yeah. out you know that one. Um and she's has some hits. I don't love You Need to Calm Down. But I like Tadra Call, so it feels complicated. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like her. Prob- That's why I think this is really the height of her power. More because this is, like, the height of, like, I was never a big Swifty, but she was, uh, you know, putting out songs I liked at this time. I haven't really listened to her new stuff. I That's listened to I one song say. in folklore. Yeah, like, I, I couldn't even, like, you named an album, like, I don't think after 22, I even know an album name. Oh, I want to be clear. I was talking strictly about the song. I don't know about you. <laughs> but I'm feeling <laughs> 22. If that happens to be the name of the oh, album. Oh, she had Red. It can miss Sorry, me. I think it's Red. Oh, my God. I, this is so no, embarrassing. I didn't, people I are going to drag. Oh, people are hating this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time in Akiva's podcasting life people have been like, where's Akiva? We yeah, literally. You'd be like, he needs to referee this. Just end it. Oh um, I have some questions about the stuff we yada yada. So we can go back while Akiva's yes. gone. Um, uh, Patty wants to know, what is the ratio of how often people enter air ducts in TV shows versus that actually happen in real life? Ooh, what do you mean? Could you elaborate? Sorry, so yeah. so like I don't know, you know, not to we're not gonna get into Squid Squid Game and spoil no, Squid Game here. Yeah, I mean I spoil. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yes, correct. Yeah, I'm gonna but make sure I don't. <laughs> there's a scene. I'm just thinking right now. There's a th- scene in Squid Game where someone's right. in the air ducts. There's this where all this is in the air ducts. I yeah. feel like there's so many sitcoms, or that's not that Squid Game's a sitcom, <laughs> but shows where people get up in the air ducts. Has anyone ever actually, who's not been, like, repairing an air duct, been up in an air duct to just, yeah, like, shimmy around? Yeah, notoriously warm, right? Like, I think, I don't think that's a place you want to be unless you're, like, fighting and hiding for your life. So, <laughs> so I don't think if, yeah. I, I can't, if you, anyone out there that's listening, are you in an air duct? Have you ever been in an air duct? Because I think it's more likely that I end up in the Chamber of Secrets than I do in an <laughs> air duct, I feel. Yeah, this is one of the parts, though, where I was laughing at Winston, even though I'm with you. I'm like Schmidt. I'm like someone who enjoys AC. I don't want to see how no. the sausage get ma- gets made. But I love when, when Jess gets up there and they learn that the Badgers lose. And <laughs> Winston's just like... Welcome, welcome. We're keeping it positive. <laughs> this is just, how we die. <laughs> he's the most relaxed man to ever be in an air duct. Yes. I think that's for sure. Uh, because it's his more, fault, okay. but still. It is completely his fault. You're right. So he does. I should give him credit for being relaxed when he's effed up the entire Because he's like, oh, this is how I die. I do it to myself. It really be your own people, huh? Like that's Winston. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then he talks Uh, about climate change because he's like, oh, we should be leaving the earth better than we found it. What is wrong with you? You just left an animal in an air duct (laughs) and you want to leave the earth better than you, like, found it? What do you mean? You're already about to maybe kill an animal. I'm wheezing. I mean, that's why you love this show, because you're just like, dude, what is going on, bro, with all of these people? But it's just, 
Like, again, if any one of you, that is not your job, because don't come for me if it's your job, because you're out. Uh, like, how <laughs> do you end up in one? Because I, I don't believe that someone boosting me will get me into an air dump. <laughs> What's great is later when he shoots out the other end, yes. like, how did he get from the roof to, like, the the ceiling to, like, just casually, like, exiting via the one on, like, floor level, ground level? I don't think he knows because he's so damn dizzy. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing blood. I think I might die. And you're just like, okay. Like, they don't even show us an ambulance sound. It's like, you, you know, like, end the season so I know Winston's okay. And that you're not just going to replace him with someone else. <laughs> Coach is back. Winston died at CC's <laughs> wedding. And we're going to yada yada that. Um, I die. I wouldn't put it past the show. And I, you know, what? I'm glad that didn't happen, but we'd probably still be podcasting about it if it did. Exactly. Uh, But so Cece calls off the wedding. She she says this with heavy eye contact towards Schmidt, and Schmidt kind of looks away and looks at Elizabeth. This stunned me. As someone who's seen this show a million Mm -hmm. times, it still stunned me that, like, Schmidt, who has, you know, seemingly had, like, the way he's behaved this entire episode seems... To have feelings for Cece. He's only getting back with Elizabeth in the beginning for spite to have a plus one to the mm-hmm. wedding. I'm, like, shocked that he wasn't making, like, direct, uncomfortable eye contact back with her. So here's what I've been thinking about. I Because I've been thinking about Elizabeth a lot in this episode mm-hmm. and how she just got screwed. And uh, just being in this moment, I feel like she is that girlfriend that you, you know, like, really – that makes you better or that person sorry but like in this case girlfriend that makes you better and that you know like really works on you and then they just kind of get left like that's the vibe she gives me if that makes sense so i feel really bad that hits a little close to home sasha same like i've been there that's why i'm just like that's the vibes and the fact that he was looking at elizabeth i think one is because he she made him an ounce better right like the douchebag jar has maybe gotten in half because of her uh, instead of the full tip jar that he's been doing. So that's <laughs> why I think about her in that way. And I'm wondering if he's like giving her that look of, oh, but you work so hard on me. <laughs> that is a very, very interesting take. I'm going to continue to pay attention to that now that you bring it up as yeah. we go through the rest of the seasons, because I think that's spot on i i hope kiwi announces himself when he's back i know i don't uh, want to ruin anything <laughs> but um no that's really interesting and then just jumping ahead a little bit to mm-hmm. sort of the rest of it when elizabeth confronts schmidt and says like you know obviously you're in love with cc and he's like no i only sabotage her as a friend cc comes over which very bad look for cc to come over to Schmidt with his girlfriend, although I guess it's unclear to Cece how serious this is between them, you know, versus yeah. I think her knowledge is like Schmidt was just looking for a plus one. But Elizabeth, not pulling any punches, confronts Cece and says, you were talking about Schmidt, right? And Cece just says, yes, like this whole thing was insane to me the way it rolled out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I feel like Cece, get it together. We know that Cece doesn't make the best decisions in life. So are we really surprised? But, you know, it's okay. Because, Cece, you just ruined a whole wedding. You and your mans. It wasn't just you. I want to make that clear. But you, both of you just ruined a wedding. Go talk to your family 
and try to soothe that instead of worrying about, you know, this guy that's probably going to be around later. You know, maybe like get out of your wedding outfit before you come to him. Like, I don't know. It just feels so messy to me. I agree. It does seem like the last thing that you would do, you know, not that I've ever called off a wedding and I hope not to, but um, it does seem like the last thing I would think to do is to go over to a guy and his girlfriend and be like, hey, like in my wedding outfit, like, hey, remember me? I was like just the one getting married. I was like one step away. Uh, That was about you. (laughs) It's insane to say. (laughs) And then she's like, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth's right. You got to choose. Who are you in love with? Like, to me, I'm very rarely sympathetic to Schmidt in the spoiler alert, Cece, um, Elizabeth of it all. Mm-hmm. But this is the one time where I was like, this is insane to do to Schmidt right now. Don't yeah, you think? It, ooh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was worried. Did you not? Did you listen to everything we just said? I listened to the last minute. See, you. I was say, five seconds ago, I was like, Akiva better know to announce himself in case we're talking about things you shouldn't hear about. But I didn't luckily hear we weren't. Yeah, yeah, we but did. But I'm just saying. I would have been like, la, 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 la. I'm just dress, giving you a dress down as a friend. Okay. To tell you. You could have been you making fun of me and like thinking I would never well, hear that was it. a reference to the joke that you missed yes. uh, when you were away. So, um, I, yeah. I, it's, first of all, the fact that even Cece's accessible here is nuts. Like, I think like they, she would have disappeared so fast from this wedding. Like. Both sides got to be yelling at each other, the whole thing. Like, they spent so much money on, you know, this wedding that we never even got to. Like, we just saw the reception. I mean, we just well, saw... Well, Sasha might suggest that they didn't spend as much as they should, but... Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm extra. <laughs> like, just... I am. It's who I am the as The reviews are in, and there wasn't enough money spent. Yes. <laughs> I'm that auntie that will say this at everyone's wedding. <laughs> Sorry, Kiwi, Kiwi. No, and we don't see any food or anything also, right? There's no, like, we don't know where the actual, like, meal and everything afterwards is going to be. But everyone's going to be, it's got to be chaos. This is one of the craziest weddings that's ever happened, right? You know, he run. he's, like, running off to Vegas, basically, with Taylor Swift. uh, And and she is, you know, announcing her love for an unnamed person in the audience that Elizabeth magically knows is Schmidt. Um, I guess not magically. You know, she, right, she knows the backstory from last week. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth but yeah I like the yeah Cece you, you'd never see her again at this wedding she you know she would have been whisked away and and that would have been it that she's just in the hallway like hey guys what's up like all right my <laughs> wedding was just canceled two seconds ago like one second before it was official uh let's it talk. is definitely required that Cece say I can't do this and it's not because of how horrific it's gone it's because like it's not what I want and then Sharang agrees like I think that's the uh, Sasha and I, spoiler alert, Kiwi, because I know you're going to listen to this, did, we completely agree. We talked about how insane it is that she's even, like, there around and going up to Schmidt as her first, like, stop. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it does, the wedding does dissolve in such a way that, like, there is no loser. And if anything, Cece calls off the wedding but then feels slightly rejected, which is a scene that always makes me laugh. So, like, she's sort of able to, like, maybe do whatever she wants because she was going to get her best case scenario there if she went through with the wedding was marrying someone who didn't want to be with her, right? So yeah. in that case, she, like, sort of has sort of has 1% clearance here. But Matt Stewart wants to know, Team Cece or Team Elizabeth for Schmidt, with what we know now, Sasha, where do you stand? I mean, Elizabeth, because she just makes him a better guy. Like, Cece, you can have anyone. You a model. Like, you, you're good, girl. Like, just, just walk out in, in your outfit, and someone will come up to you and be like, I'm ready to get married. Let's do it. 
but no. Okay, Elizabeth is a one, and I feel like Schmidt appreciates that. So I, I'm I'm Team Elizabeth. Kiwi. The only the, I think Elizabeth, the dynamic is too much big sister mother for Elizabeth. So I I, I don't think he I I, I almost think like. Neither, but I, 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 if Cece's like literally calling off her wedding for him, neither's then, an option. Neither's yeah. an option. But I, I, no, I lean Cece because she's literally calling off her wedding for him. And yes, like ultimately, Chevrang is like, you know, maybe it's a sigh of relief because I guess he was willing to get married and like, was he just gonna like have a lane on the down low? Like, what's been happening there? <laughs> we don't really, I, sure. I assume we don't have a bunch of like a, a whole uh, arc next year where we're exploring that. Yeah, if you've seen any Bollywood, like, movie or any, like, Indian sitcom, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll just pine for the rest of their life. Okay. But do what mommy says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> the she's parallels got... between the Indian and Jewish uh, existence exactly. is just unparalleled. <laughs> same, C-C- same for me. Cece, <laughs> uh, also, like, how many angry cousins are like, all right, like, give me my check back or something, like. That she's there's so much damage control that it almost makes me like you know uncomfortable how what would have to be happening at this point at, the, at this wedding it'd probably be so, so awkward like is the food I'm, can you walk like if it's in the same place as the food as the food I'm not sure if it is or not like can you go eat something like is that okay, food? Is very the stressed continued. for the food is it going the garbage <laughs> people went people went to them. I mean that's a big trope of like someone gets left at the altar then they have to go to the party with their family. Or we have Jim and, you know, uh, Roy and Pam's wedding gets called off and they have to bring their frozen meals for like three months because they froze all the food. Right. I mean, you should get to go to the party. Like, that's the least you can do for me since you made me sit through. And I think they said this ceremony was three hours. So you made me sit through a three hour ceremony and then at the end of that decided to call it off. So what you're going to do is feed me food and make sure I dance and make I mean give me some alcohol, you know. So that's that's your job for ruining my night and making me, you know, waste the Indian outfit for this. This is the one time where both parties would probably be willing to be at the party. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason that uh the the would be bride and groom can't can't dance together because they <laughs> they're both happy they're both thrilled. I just have one question: Where the hell's Jess in all this? Right, like your best friend just calls off her wedding, and why is she standing by herself? It's very bananas. Why is Jess in the ducks? Like I, I think Nick says that to her. Like, th- is this how you wanted to spend your best friend's wedding? Yes. Like, wouldn't they notice? Like, Jess hasn't been at the entire thing. Ugh, maid of honor, but apparently maid of honor gone, gone, and it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, but that's I guess how we knew this was doomed from the start. That's very true. Um, but all right, so Nick and Jess call it. They break up. And then by the end of, uh, end of the episode, they're back together. Akiva, when they initiate the breakup here and say we should call it, did you have a little pang of like, oh, my God, here we go again. They only lasted one episode. Or did you expect this to be short-lived? Um, no, I, 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 I'm sure Nick and Jess will break up 20 more times in season three. All right. There's, there's a prediction for your books. Uh, so they're on their way in the car. Where are we going? I don't know. Where do we come from? Where do we go? <laughs> Kiwi, mm-hmm. where are they going? Any predictions? We got a lot of predictions and questions about next season. Where are Nick and Jess off to? Yeah, no, I think they will be a couple. I, I think they'll be speed bumps. I, I think they are a couple. Like I said, I think the will they won't they now transfers over to, well, first it's Schmidt 
will he choose Cece or, or Elizabeth, which I assume will be Cece, and then it's for them that's the, they're they're the new uh, Ross and Rachel. So th- that's what I think we're doing. I meant literally. Where do you think they are off to in the car? But I <laughs> oh, did want to know that too. Oh, I got it. I, oh, I have no idea. That's a good question. I don't know. Take a guess. Throw it out. There's no cons. We won't remember in two Ve- weeks. Are they going to Vegas it. to get married? I have no idea. Maybe. May, are they attending Elaine and Chevron's Maybe. Wedding? We'll see. Can we talk about the uh, choice of naming oh, this episode Elaine's Big Day? You asked me last week, who do you think Elaine is? And I said, I don't know, like a relative of, of Cece or Chevrang that's like, uh, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, uh, like the going to ruin the wedding or something. Like I have no idea. It, it didn't make any sense. Who's Elaine? Um, and yeah, it, what a weird decision to name it after like the biggest surprise probably of the whole series. Uh they weren't advertising that, that Taylor Swift was in the episode, right? I mean, I don't know f- how the advertising was going in 2013, Sasha. I don't yeah. know if you could do. I don't want to play There's on no spot. way. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was but in college, I, okay? I, the fact that I watched it something and wasn't, like, in a ditch is all that matters. <laughs> We're all grateful for that. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would say that I am grateful as somebody who would later host a podcast with someone who hasn't seen this show. The, uh, I'm grateful that the episode wasn't called CeCe's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Because, A, I think that isn't what the episode is, right? And, and it, it, in fact, is really Elaine's big day. I love that line. Like, how, are you okay? Not as good as Elaine. Well, who could be? Um, and it also made it easier to book your special guest because I could say tell her you know season two episode 25 elaine's big day is perfect without it being like it's cc's wedding yeah i mean to be honest akiva did say it's cc's wedding so akiva yeah what See, you are spoiled. No, I'm not spoiled. I, 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 we knew. I, <laughs> no, well, okay, I had no idea. I think to it. I mean, we yeah, I, I think we like just knew. Few. I think we've known yeah. for a bunch of weeks that this is probably going to be Cece's wedding. Listen, I was fine. completely my, predi- my biggest prediction. I like, thought they were getting married. You tonight. have your predictions. My predictions are that Akiva is more spoiled on major plot points than he lets. I think on. I'm less spoiled. I think like I had no <laughs> idea about Taylor Swift or that well, they don't get married. Well, that's not a major plot point. I'm sorry. Taylor I mean, Swift I forgot about it. Cece until not marrying Shavrang is a major plot point. Okay, I think I Akiva know. that you have to continue this charade that you're not spoiled. <laughs> not true. But will you promise me that off air, after we finish, if we ever finish or after we fully quit this, that you'll admit that you were spoiled? I have nothing you, to admit are, to right now. If you now. are, if you are, as of now and the season two, I have nothing. Will you to promise admit to. me that? Will you make me that promise? No, but that if you do become spoiled between mm-hmm. now and the yeah, end of our sure, run, sure, you will I'll tell, tell you. me after and not on air. Okay, perfect. But uh, which but is I don't what Brian Cohen did to me when he went to the freaking challenge reunion, like uh, very early on in our podcasting, and then told me different. at the end it was like, "Oh yeah, I like knew who won the season and like the entire outcome." I was, oh like, my so god! Well, he, he went to a live show in London that was like very once in a lifetime. In random. London? No, this is like a, we've been on the air for a hundred years. This was when it was in New York. Oh, you sure? I thought he went. To, didn't he go to like the London one or something insane? I am almost positive. You don't even listen to our podcast. I Why do. Would you? Oh, I haven't been watching the challenge this season, but in, but no, no, no. I don't to many say that with any. Look, I don't listen to your podcast, and I'm thrilled. Like, mm-hmm. I don't say it with shame. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know, Brian. Brian's the one who told me I didn't edit the show correctly. I'm sure Brian London. will text me. Brian, and even tell if it me... was in London, I want to have one over the lash. So please, say <laughs> it. I don't think it was London. I'm pretty, pretty sure it was New York. Um, he was on vacation right. on his honeymoon or something. 
No, it was way before he got married. I think this was like before he even met Emily. This was like our second season. Oh my god, oh, so I remember you and Brian talking about mixing. his wedding. That was like it's so weird like talking to you because the challenge and the amazing race were like the only RHAB shows I would listen to. So I remember everything you're talking about because I heard it. Did you hear Ali's so, Fuhrer? No, I guess it was offline, right? My what? That you like you that you were angry that he didn't tell you, but I guess that never came up on the show. Yeah, no, it never came up on the right. show. I later no. said it. I think I maybe I said it on uh the seven year reunion. Anyway, uh let's get some more some more questions. Uh for all of us, was it for the Keeve? It's not just the Keeve. Well, I guess this one is. Producer Kelly says, is this the last we'll see of Prank Sinatra since Winston is mature now, one day after his 31st birthday, as he suggests? No, I don't think so. I think Prank Sinatra is here to stay. I mean, if you're pranking weddings, you're just, that's a pranking <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> any, want to take any big swings, Matt Stewart and Producer Kelly? Both want to know if you have any predictions for season three. I hope we get out of, like, some of the relationship stuff. Um, my big swing is that I think Winston finds the one. In season three. That's what I think. Okay, I like that prediction. Um, who won the episode, guys? Uh, I'll, I'll let you know what our listeners think while you guys mull it over. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Stewart says Winston, pranks on pranks on pranks. Producer Kelly says uh, this, and then she said in last episode, we didn't get to hear that. I, thank you, Kelly. We did do it, but, you know, that's lost to history. Uh, she says this episode has to be Schmidt. He's the funniest and ends with two awesome women in love with him. His pranks worked and his Cotton Eye Joe bit was the best. What do you guys think? Can it be, like, not the core five? Mm-hmm, of course. Yes. I no think rules. the Badger wins. Oh, <laughs> wow. Because he's free? Yeah. One, he's free. <laughs> Two, it's been how many years? And because of him, we just ranked college mascots. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he is the moment. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Badger wins. But also, I think that <laughs> I think that Nick wins. Because I think Nick is, like, showing us a little bit of his, like, you know, I, I could turn it on if I want to. And, and I, I, need, I like that growth in my characters. Wow. Both good picks. Badger, most, I would say in the, in the two seasons we talked about New Girl, most creative who won the episode. Yes, I agree. Badger. I thought you were going to oh, be like Taylor you. Swift. You went oh, Badger. nah. Um, <laughs> I think this is the biggest lock. Like, I like, uh, the Badger pick's great, but of the core five, um, Winston has an amazing episode, but I think this is the biggest lock of the whole series so far because Schmidt calls a shot at the very beginning of the episode, like, I am going to ruin this wedding. And, like, you know, so I could keep alive the dream of, of, like, you know, being with the love of my life. And then it happens. It's a one in a million shot, and it happens. Schmidt has to be the winner of this episode, right? It, it, it you know, he, if they get married, like, like Sasha said, if they get married, you know, maybe they'll, maybe Cece and Chevrain will be unhappy, you know, forever. But, like, it's going to be very hard to, divorce, to, like, divorce Cece and Chevrain. Like, it's over if he doesn't happen today. And he pulls off. The miracle of miracles. Schmidt, of course, wins the episode. He wins the whole season because of this. But it's a TV show. Like, isn't that the (laughs) most basic thing to happen? I feel like if... No, because if they Does Schmidt know it's a TV show? This is how I believe that you're spoiled a little bit more than you let on, Keeve, because I don't think there's any way in hell that you actually thought Shivrang and Cece were going to get married. I agree with – like, to me, it's the most obvious thing in the world that they weren't going to get married. Of course, this, like, season two quickie wedding was never going to happen to a guy we barely I thought they'd get married and divorced. I I didn't think they were still together in season seven, although I did – I mean, we discussed this 
ten times over the last, you know, however many <laughs> weeks, eleven weeks. But like, I no, I, stop with the spoiled stuff. I'm not spoiled at all. <laughs> this I is mean, your yeah. new bit. <laughs> Are you spoiled? How <laughs> spoiled is this? You made a great point, a great case for Schmidt. The one thing is like. He doesn't want this. Like, I do believe that Schmidt does not want Cece to call off the wedding for him. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's some, like, win in the back of his mind. Like, ooh, I won this. But I do believe he believes he's happy with Elizabeth. And this really complicates the situation. So I he's coming out of this, yes, with, like, sort of a win-win, no matter who he goes with, Cece or Elizabeth. But it doesn't feel like a pure win for him i was gonna say winston won the episode because to me he's the funniest part like he has so many laughs um and then he gives great friendship advice to nick of like yeah drinking was your dad's method too like there are other modes like there's other ways you can go about this so i thought it was like a great episode for winston (sighs) i'm gonna give it to winston but i think you're right that schmidt does win yeah, Elizabeth Merriweather. Two in, in a row for Winston. I think I did give it to Winston last week. I don't remember. Well, he's been on a roll. Elizabeth Merriweather said in like the I think the EW or the AV Club recaps, which I, I like to read sometimes, um, that he that like one of the goals for season two was getting, you know, because Winston like when they're writing a lot of season one at the beginning, he wasn't didn't exist. So like, you know, fleshing out his character more and giving him more of like you know uh uh, stuff to do and more of a backstory and stuff like that so they didn't do a great job even into season two but i feel like he is uh you know shining in the last like six weeks um all right tv before we're gonna i'm gonna ask you both to give us character rankings uh of the top of the core five how much you like them from most to least at the end of season two so Mm -hmm. while you're mulling that over uh, Kiwi, I'm going to ask you, uh, producer Kelly says, Mazel Tov, season two finale. Any reflections on this season of New Girl NGOG? Uh, s- season three NGOG resolutions or goals? Any bits you want to do away with or add? Uh, I just, she was re-listening to season one. What an absolute champ. Uh, and said mm-hmm. that that's where the banana minute started. That's the word, the that's the word we were one. looking for, champ. If you start dogging producer Kelly this entire time. I'm not dogging her. I just, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. All right. uh, So anything, well, we've already, we announced a resolution last week to like, we're going to have subs instead of skipping episodes. Yeah, not skipping weeks anymore. But I I proved my commitment to to show up today by showing up today. Mm -hmm. So to the extent you were afraid I would abuse it, I didn't. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else? Any reflections on the season? Our, Our roughest season, personally. You and I, yes. But we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think season two is better than season one. I think this show improved from season one to season two. I think it's getting better. Of NGOG or of New Girl? Oh, uh, of both. But I meant meant the television show. That's up to the listeners to decide about the podcast. But yeah, no, I I think... No, no. We're we're not like Renap. We don't invite our listeners to... No, I know. I know. New Girl Girl is uh, is getting better. Um, You know, this was a better season. Yeah. other than that, no, I don't have any other big picture takes. Any bits that you think are getting stale? You said you had a great banana minute, but it was lost due to the uh, WhatsApp the shutdown. WhatsApp, I, I actually haven't seen if it ever, if it got saved, but uh, if so, we'll we'll play it in a couple weeks. But um, yeah, I don't know. I know that's that's again, that's also up to the listeners to decide what's what's getting. It's not stale. up to the listeners. It's really up to producer Kelly. Kelly, you love that's to know. she's the listener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
PK. Let us know. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, what are the updated character rankings at the end of season two? Um, you know, Sasha, you're, you can take into account whatever seasons you want to take into account. But uh, hit us with your character rankings. Yeah, I'm like really trying. To, okay, okay. I think I'm, I'm trying to keep it season two or like one and two, you know, together. Uh, so I think Winston is first because I just, I like him a lot. And then Jess is second. Oh, Cece is third. Schmidt is fourth. Nick is fifth. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cece well, just was to hard to out. place for me, but yeah, I think that's good. Does it confuse I, you having Nick last? Does it confuse you why so many people are like so into Nick? Yes and no. So again, I don't mean comedically. I mean like that they think he's like dreamy. You know, right. Also. I yeah. I don't believe that Jess should have begged this man to get mm-hmm. back with her. Right. Because again, thirty-year-old me is like. You have so much going for you. Why is this the scrub you want to like tie? Mm-hmm. You know your like life with it. It's not right. And then I think in college, I don't. I I still thought that I think he was. He's a better friend than he is anything else. And yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever like been into Nick, but I also like I'm not into white guys, so I don't know. But it's just I don't. Nick is so such a mess and i'm just not that like ride or die type of girl i just not me so because i'm toxic i have nick at number one yeah (laughs) i have schmidt at number two reluctantly uh but he he does make me laugh Mm -hmm. i have winston and jess in a tie for three and four so i guess both three i think it's a pure product of winston and cc not getting a lot to do uh, in the first two seasons, so hopefully we see more of them as the season goes on. And I have Cece at the bottom, which is a total recency bias of, like, I really just don't like how she played this with Elizabeth and Schmidt at the end of this wedding. So uh, <laughs> that's where I am going into season three. Kiwi, where are you at? Uh, Schmidt one, Winston two. Uh, that's a tier. Then uh, Jess is her own tier. Cece, who, uh, you know, I've been one of the big Cece supporters on this podcast, but... Got to got to penalize her for today. She's four, and then Nick by just a million miles. Like I like him. I hated Nick in the first two episodes, if you remember. And I don't hate him. I and I don't like hate the actor. You know, we've seen him in a bunch of other stuff now. Like I, I <laughs> it's not like my Kevin Spacey who I always loathed. Like before, you know, anything. Came are you out. Ta- are you like doing a hipster? Like I hated Kevin yes. Spacey before he was outed as a pedophile. I, I mean, I I'm I'm on record in 2014 saying it gives me the. <laughs> The, the I think I said the Hebrew Jebrews. The, well, then I don't think you've done enough. Then you didn't do enough then. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have a list of people who give me the creeps, and, like, some were sort of outed, but some, like, are supposedly good guys. I don't know if I should do that. I Ooh. have a list, too, and 90% of them were at the uh, Yucky Juice tournament. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm totally counting. Totally I'll get <laughs> offline. I'm get, I'll give anyone who wants my list. But um, the yeah, no, I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get well, like I said, I don't get why why people um, why people are so into him. Like he seems very generic to me, not cute at all. But people love Nick and his character is getting more interesting, but he's still clearly last to me. OK, well, that's because you hate the people you're most like. So that's why Nick's. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. That's probably honestly, this. that's probably true. I, d- I actually do find that to be 
true. Um, not that I think I'm – I don't – first of all, I definitely don't hate Cece, and not that I find myself similar to Cece, but on that character quiz we took, she mm-hmm. was my most similar. So I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, my list was, like, exactly the inverse of who I'm most similar to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all right, I think that takes us to the end of the show. Uh, next week, you know, I made – I did not take advantage of the, the two weeks we had to watch two movies. I still have to watch both movies. We're watching – uh the new guy and the good girl next week for new guy good girl uh, as we talk about um those are both zooey projects Mm -hmm. so we will take a break from new girl old guy if you are leaving us here join us in two weeks we will kick off season three episode one uh and we'll be back on our regularly scheduled program but i am excited about the jar i I like i kind of like that we're going to take a little break although we've taken plenty of breaks Mm-hmm. No, I am excited. I'm excited to watch two Zooey movies. I did watch a Zooey movie last week. Um, it, it's not really a Zooey vehicle, but uh, um, almost famous. I, I, you know, I forget she's the big sister, the flight attendant in that one. Uh, she's been around for a while. That's you know, 21 years ago at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch those movies. I don't really know much about them. How old is Zooey? 41. I just checked that up. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's wow. old. Because <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, honestly, I had a thought during the movie, during Almost Famous, I'm like, well, this is 2000. So, like, I wonder if Zooey's lying about her age, because she is, like, not that young in this. And, you know, you know, I, I don't blame any Hollywood actress that lies about their age, because, um, you know, th- like, I would, too. I think you should, basically. I think it's the right play. Give yourself a couple more years. But I think it's, like, on record of when she, like, dropped out of Northwestern, like, the year. Yeah, but a I lot of but like, people aren't. Much- People aren't putting that together that much. I think you could get away. Like, there's very little. There's not going to be, like, a Times article saying, like, Zooey Deschanel, you know, says she's 41, but really she's 43. Like, I people pretty much leave you alone. Uh, I, I remember hearing someone on a podcast say, like, oh, yeah, there's a really famous actress. I went to high school with her. Like, we're the same age, but she claims to be three years younger than me. It's not possible. Um so, but anyway, yeah, but then she was, the point of the story is she's 41. Like, she is, like, she was 20 then, or 19 when the movie aired, when the movie filmed. So, like, I just thought in my head that she was closer to my age, 38. She's pretty damn close to your age. I know, but, but, in, but, <laughs> but the difference is she would be 16 in the movie, and then, and then uh, you know, when the movie f- was filmed, and then she's lying. That was my point. All right. Anyway, I'm excited for that next week. Two movies is a, is a lot of work, but art is pain, baby. Not the way we do it. Yeah, that's true. Sasha, thank you so much for coming in here and keeping us on track. For people who are like, this was on track, pretty good for us. Um, Where can (laughs) the listeners find you and hear more from you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at funsize underscore 04. And I host a a wrap up for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Next week is going to be the finale. So if you like mess, you know, if you were like, why I need to feel better about myself then like listen to that uh, rap up because it's all messy people it's like 2000s rappers has-beens and their love life so obviously the best kind of content so I'll be dropping the final episode next week so be on the lookout for that also I cover never have I ever with Chappelle over on silent podcast so you can listen to that uh, either on YouTube or Apple and Spotify. And we just dropped our new episode today, uh, our season one finale. And um, I was on 90 Day Fiance with Puya 
uh, yesterday. So that should be out as well. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. This was so much fun. Imagine staying busier. That's amazing. Yeah, that uh, you also, check, she does that. I mean, that. I guess Puya technically does it with Nine Day Fiance too. But he, you know, Rob has been a cause for a lot of that. Like that's impressive that you really host the uh, Love and Hip Hop show yourself, and you just have guests every week. Yeah, like, it's wild. <laughs> I will say, I was like, oh my god, I need guests. Thankfully, it's like almost over, and like folks have been really <laughs> kind to me. But I was like, oh, I, if I ever do this or any other show again, like I'm having a co-host. It, mm-hmm. I know it's not for me. Like this one person it's, show, it's too much. Bryce makes it look easy. Yeah, uh, it is not. It is not. Um, all right. Well, this has been amazing having you. You can check me out talking about the challenge uh, also on the uh, RHAP or what? The Rehap Ups Network. So just subscribe once. Get us both. Period. Um, you can he, you can see actually the finales tonight of that show that Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz and I did that Alex G like produced, edited, created the game that it's called the Black Widow Brigade. It's on YouTube. It's an unbelievable product. Like, mm-hmm. forget us losers who were a part of it. It's like a incredibly professional editing job by Alex G. Uh, so check that out. There all ten episodes will be available. It's really, really unbelievable. I told him he needs to just like pre- send those episodes around and just like move into TV full time. Um, so excellent job with that. That's on YouTube. I said that, uh, Kiwi had buzz this week. Renap was taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch right. the video if someone's gonna, if someone's gonna, uh, check or it out. Or don't check it out at all. No, but, but if you I do watch the video, to. is what I'm saying. yes. Um, and then on 32 fans, the yucky juice tournament is not out. Not out and yet. Yeah. We'll talk football. Football. I guess I don't even need to struggle with 32 fans. Like, now you're talking about football. Yeah, um, it's a football show, yeah. Check that out. Uh, what's going on in the 32 fans patron podcast? Uh, we also talk about football. <laughs> well, that's great. That's your bread and butter, baby. Yeah, don't we do. Bite the we usually do, like, you. a review and, you know, like, a, a, re- a review on Sunday night, which we did not do this week. And I like a, a review and a preview. And a preview. <laughs> usually we do that, yeah. Power rankings, yeah. You can follow me at Last Tweets. You can follow Keeve at Keeve26. Um... All right, Sasha, if, if you will, uh, take us out here. Yes, and now, y'all, we're here. The pranks are done. The sabotages are over. That's it for us here on season two. Check back later, y'all. Bye. My pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog.